All right, I welcome you all to uh, this day's presentation of Programming Language R, so Statistical Programming Language. And this presentation will be given by Corinne Walz, who studied math and economy in University of Würzburg in Germany and currently works for a big auditing company um, in the area of risk analysis, statistical analysis. Enjoy. Okay. Today I want to give a short introduction to R. And before I start, has anyone worked with R or knows this language? You and you. Okay. So I will begin with the very basics, how to install R, how to get R, and then I'll give some examples. Um, R is a programming language and it's um, used for statistical computing and graphics. And it is very simple, has an intuitive syntax, and there's a direct execution of commands. You don't have to compile any of your program. And R is influenced by the programming language S. And R is um, often used because it's open source software and you can download it in internet. The download page is rproject.org. And there you can download it, install it, and start. Yeah, I've just downloaded it and then installed it, and I can start. And this is the main page of R. And you can just start. Like a calculator, you can take 2 plus 2, and you have the result. It's very easy. Or if you want to have a variable, you can say x is 2, y is 3, and you can calculate x plus y, you have 5. So um, my version is in German, but um, here is help. You can just open it and you have a handbook as PDF. It's also for free. And you can just um, search what you want. So another example, if you don't want to just write in the console, you can open a script. You can write in the script, you can write 3 plus 5, 4 times 5. Then you go there, you take, doesn't work. Control plus R. And it goes into the console. Georgia can just start. So I go back to the presentation. As I said, um, there are some references. You can just um, go into R and search for the PDF for the handbook. Uh, what I do if I search for a function, um, I go to Google and just type in GNU R and what I'm searching for. And there are many pages and forums who can help you. 
There are many possibilities with R. You can calculate, analyze data, fit models, plot graphics, run simulations, many things you need for statistical computing. And there are some functions in packages. Um, when you install R the first time, you have the package base. And there are some functions like yeah, just adding or some base statistical functions. Or you can plot graphics, reading data. And if you want to have more functions for special statistical yeah, computing, you can download other packages. Uh, there are some packages for better plotting graphics. You can download graphics if you're on the internet and not now. You go to package and just install package. Then you can choose a mirror. We are in Ireland. And if I were on the internet, I can just choose which package I want to download and install it after that. Sometimes it doesn't work um, this way. You can go to internet on the R homepage. You can download a package as a zip file and you can install it. Package and install package from local zip data file. I wrote it here in the presentation and I will distribute the presentation so you don't have to write it. And there are some basic functions in R, like yeah, the sum, the product, sinus, log, what you want, but you also can write your own functions. So I start with some examples. Um, I have here the editor, I will close, because I already wrote another one. Here are some examples. So, I already said you can say I have variable one, just seven. This is defining a variable. You also have the option to say variable two is a vector from 1 to 9. It's done like that. You can see variable 2. It's a vector. If you want to give explicit values, say it's not 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. If yeah, you, you can say another vector is let's say, vector is the function c from 1, 2, 3, 4. I have the vector. So here I have defined a function. The function f is my function. It's a function from x. And the result is x plus 2. I just copy it and paste it here. And now I can take function. I say apply f1. 0.5, it will be what? 
Ja. <lacht> so. Ja. Yeah. I don't know if I can apply this function to the vector. Um, F from the vector vector. Yeah, it applies. It's quite intuitive. You don't have to say all the things which object I have, and it's more easy. Uh, here another function. I have the function G. I copy it. I have three parameters, x, y, and z. And I say g from 1, oh no, it doesn't work, 1, 2, 3, 7. So it's quite easy to start a little calculating. You don't have to know how it really works. So, yeah, here I had an example how to get a vector. It was the C for, I don't know, compound, perhaps. I have a vector of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. So, um, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, these are integers. You can also take characters. So, I say... Colors is a vector of yellow, blue, and red. And I have a vector of characters. Yeah, there are many other things you can play with. You can take a sequence. So I have the numbers from 1 to 5, and the distance is 0 0.5. So I don't have to write it all. Uh, if I want... Hmm? Can you write the distance as a function? Hmm? Could you write the distance as a function? Um, I don't know, really. There are many functions, but I don't know them by heart. Or An example, if I want to write one 30 times, it's like this. Yeah. So I already talked about the vector. Then we have also a factor, it's a categorical variable. We can calculate with arrays, with a matrix, with data frames, time series, lists, which are used for other purposes. And you can um, turn an object in another type of object. It's converting object with S and then the new object type. I have also an example. I had variable 2. This was the vector of integers. I can ask for the type of object. It's class from variable 2. 
there were, um, was a vector with integers, and I can convert the integers into characters, as character. I don't know, perhaps I can as list form variable to, so I have not a vector but a list. Yeah. Sometimes I need it if I want to import data, and data is as characters, I have to convert them into integers or what if, what if I want. Oh. To ask for the class of colors, what will it say? Mm. I think characters, I don't know. Yeah. I think you also can ask, is um, vector of colors? So it's true. Uh, if you work with a vector, sometimes it's interesting to know the length of it. For example, if you have a loop uh, like that, so you can say length of colors, so it's three. So some other stuff we can try, so we had variable four. This were the um, numbers, and we can append some more numbers. Mm. Yeah, so we appended 10 to 12 after 3. We have 1, 1.5, 2, 10, 11, 12, and the others. And the next object type um, is a matrix. You can easily create a matrix. You can say matrix one is a matrix, and number of row is two, number of column is four, and you have a matrix. You can fill it. Here's an example. Matrix 2 is filled from 1 to 12, and number 4 is 3. We have the matrix. Yeah, there are some other examples. I will send it to you. Um, can have here matrix 3. And I can only have the diagonal. It's the yeah, of the matrix. 0 0.1, 9 0.2, and 3. If I only want to have the row 2, I can say matrix 3, row 2, and the rest is empty, it's all columns. Or if I only want to have column 1, I say all rows and column one, 
I have it. So if I have um, two matrices with M3 and M2, and I want to have a matrix multiplication, it's not as easy. You can't take the multiply. It's an error. You have to take the percent. Yeah, sometimes it's frustrating if you um, try to multiply Kate and it doesn't work. You can invert a matrix. You can try if it's okay. Inverted matrix, multiply Kate. The real one, it's almost one zero zero. Um, then if I have a function and I don't know um, how it works, perhaps um, I have the function sinus from 2, but I don't really know um, how it works, how I have to apply it. You just take the question mark, write the name of the function, and then you have the help window. help window um, it says how to use the function, how are the arguments, some details, how it's calculated, and yeah, sometimes a reference how to use it. If you have a function with a, for example, autoregressive model, yeah. you have the usage, you have the arguments, you have some details, and it's also a description of the output, how to interpret the output, and sometimes an example, how to use it. So another object type was the data frame. Data frame is often used if you have vectors and factors. For example, if you have um, a table with name and perhaps age. So here you have um, a character and here you have perhaps an integer. So you can't use a matrix. You have to use data frame. And I have one example. I have a data frame. I take the salary. I take a position, mm. 
Okay. And I take experience. So I just gave him the columns of the vectors and I create a data frame. So in the first column, I have the salary, second, the position, and the third columns, I have experience. Now I can analyze this data frame. Perhaps I can only take from this data frame the first column, and I have this vector. Now, yeah, I can analyze it. I can ask of the class of the variable, for example, class of position. And this is a factor. I can attach other um, persons, new row. So I attached um, <coughs> to the data frame a new salary, a new position, a new experience. It's the fourth row. Uh, Bind there is for row, is it? Um, so the, the command that you used for doing that was R bind? Yeah, I think it's for rows. Yeah. Also can bind a column, but it's the next example. So, so I've um, created a known data frame, but now I have given, for example, a CSV file. Um, suppose somebody sent it to me and said, please analyze it. So it's in Excel and I have to import it. There are several ways of doing it. The first would be I say the new variable ID salary is read table. This is the function. Then I have a long path where I saved my file. Let's Here it's import data, ID salary, CSV. And then I can say I've, I have a header. That's true, because I have the names of the columns. Then I can say my separators are a semicolon. I think it's of the CSV. And the decimals in the numbers are comma. Here I don't have any, but somebody earns like that. I have this command. My new data frame is now it's imported and 
I can work with it. Yeah. What I said, um, you can import data with the function read table. And if you analyze the data frame or if you change anything, you can export it with write table. And yeah, you have to write a path and what you want. For example, if you don't know how it works, I take the help. And it's written um, usage write table, take the, fa the file, I think, then the name, and then the path. Yeah. If there's an example. And there are several file types possible, for example, text or Excel or other types. And what I like, sometimes a client sends me an access database. I don't want to analyze access in Microsoft Office. So I um, send the access database to an ODBC server. And I can use SQL statements with the package RODBC. So I can import the data by select this and this and this. I import the data. I can manipulate it and I can write it on the ODPC server with R. So I don't have problems with data types by exporting, importing. Very nice. So we just imported the big file, and now we can analyze it. We can ask how many rows we have. It's the number of rows of ID salary. It's 120, or how many columns. There's three. Yeah, and there are many other. I only can ask. Um, in ID salary, what is the entry on row three and column two? So it's outside. You can have um, row one to five and column one to two, and you have it. Um, yeah, I think it's um, rows which uh, fulfill a certain condition. Yeah, I have an example. Um, I only want um, the salary um, which is less than 30,000. This one, we only can have the condition um, was 
precision equals to inside. I can say new data frame, the new data frame. this one. Here you have it and now you can ask um, number of rows of this new data frame, 60. Yeah. There are many possibilities. I have here all the examples. I will send you if you want to try. Then we have a vector, say we have the vector ID salary, vector self salary. We can sort it. We can sort it ascending or descending. In reverse order. Um, I didn't try it. We can try it. <laughs> we can. The character was the position. No? Yeah. Yeah. And um, we also can attach a new column. Um, here's an example. We can convert the salary, which is in dollar, to euro and um, add a new column. So we say the new column salary euro is an exchange rate, and we have ID. Salary, and we have the new column. Yeah, we can have a uh, fifth column. <laughs> oh. Yeah, now we work with it and we want to save it. Perhaps we want to send it in a text file or no, no. So we have to export it. And it's here um, white table. Then here ID salary, this is our data frame we want to export. Then the path. And here, column name should be displayed, and we have no row names and all the stuff. So. And normally, you can say my workspace is in this and this folder, so you only have to write a file name, but I didn't do it.
Yeah. It's too. <laughs> if you don't want to export a whole one, or. Okay, I don't know. Perhaps you have to transform it before exporting, but I don't know. I never had a problem. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, let's say I want to change the salary of the number 100, right? Uh huh. Instead of $57, I want to give him um, $97. Okay. I don't think so. so. We can try it, but I. So if I have entries, entries, like 10 and others, I have to update them manually. Yeah. And yeah, we can set a salary here to 1 euro. Let's say ID salary for 1, column 4. Uh, the real salary is in column one, so I only give him one euro. So the other doesn't okay. change. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fixed. Yeah. And recently, we used the function write table. We exported the data frame. We can just have a look. Export data. I did it before. Here it's the text file, the 3rd of June. And we have here the output. This one is not very nice to read in text file, so I opened the one, I exported this in Excel file. Normally, it should be the changed file. Okay, yeah. Okay, I did export it, but um, I didn't take the right extension to a separator and so on.
Dann was Chance. Okay. So you have it as an Excel and you can work with it or send another one. So now we talk about the graphics. You can make a lot of plots and statistical analysis, descriptive statistics. You can plot data, you can change how it is plotted as points, as lines, you can change title, subtitle. And you can make different time, types of plots like histogram, box plot, quantile, quantile plot or pie chart. There are many possibilities. So for this example, I have a time series. I just um, wrote some numbers and we can plot it. Plot the time series and we have a plot. You can also um, save this plot as a meter file, bitmap and use it elsewhere. If you don't like the style of the plot, you can change it, you can say Plot a time series, but the type is a line. I can, uh, if I, if I write this here, plot time series, and I take the key who goes up, I always have the last commands that work. So I don't take the lines, I take both points and lines. It's another one. And you can say history of the graphics. Um, here it's recording. If you make different plots, you can see the last ones. And now I want to change the plot and make it yeah, more nice. So I just started to say I want to have lines and points. Now I can add a title, perhaps plot. The title is say my title. I have a title. Okay, I can add a subtitle. Sub is my subtitle. Yeah. I can make many different things. If
So what I changed was I added name to the axis, name one and name two, and I changed the color, and I also changed the scale. Here it's going to 20 and to 10, and before it was going to 5 and to 10. Yeah, I said um, xlab is name one, ylab is name two, color is red, then the limits of x and y is one to 10 and one to 20. Yeah. You can change a lot of things. You can just ask plot, question mark plot, And then you have a list what you can change. Here, I wrote main is for the title, sub for the subtitle. And you can just Google for it and you have a very long list. Yeah. I have some new data. I want to plot a histogram. Mm. It's just hist of the data I gave. And here I have histogram of data. Histogram is sometimes a little bit strange. You don't know um, the one between one and two. Does it include the ones or the twos or you have, yeah, you have read it. For example, I have data, say one, one, two and four. Make this the histogram. So I have the two ones, and the two, it's um, between one and two counted. So I don't like errant histogram. <laughs> Does it decide the width of the, is that all those buckets one, there, one value I think wide you can say the parameters. But if you don't look and just say histogram, it's it chooses for itself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just to see the box plot of data. Yeah, it's also nice. I think you can um, choose how to use the colors and all. Mm. A pie chart. You have new data. Two, five, and three. And I can pie chart. So I don't like the colors of it, so I can change the colors. I can say take a pie chart, and the colors are red, blue, and green. That's much better. 
and I can also label it. I want to label it cat, dog, and mice. Yeah, perhaps you can. Yeah, I don't know the function how to get the names of the columns, but there's some. <laughs> so um, sometimes um, you use R for simulation or like this, or analyzing distribution. And you can create distributed random variables normal distributed random variables are um, created with r norm the function and there are also some functions to check data for normal distribution you can plot the density you can make one type one type plot uh, there are also two tests i didn't use them but i found them some examples for this. I just want to um, create random variables, call them random. I want to have thousand of them with a mean of zero, standard deviation of one. And here you are. You can plot them. Yeah. Or you also can plot the density. You have here. Plot the density. Search the plot. Yeah. I don't like it because I have thousand variables and it's not really the density of a normal distributed variable, but there's no function to better grade them. Yeah, there are some standard functions just to have the mean of the variable, median, or what you know, standard deviation can have some quantiles. Mm. What you need. So I um, can create other random variables. Yeah, I have um, some with mean of two and standard deviation of one. Uh, here with mean of zero and standard deviation of two. And now I want to plot all three to see the differences, for example. So I can first plot the first random variable also sort. 
this one. And when I plot the next one, normally it's a new window. But I have the function par new is t. And so I can plot the next one in the same window. So the window isn't changing. Yeah. And I set the color of green. And you always have to set the limits of x and y. If not, um, it's not very nice. I show it after. Perhaps the third one. Mm. So I have all three. So it's very easy to make some plots or graphics. Yeah, yeah I want to show to plot the first one variable. What's the density? And now the third one. And if I don't set the axis, here we have a problem. Because it's the same window, but not the same axis. So, um, we turn to our random variable, the normal distributed, we create it, and we can analyze it. Is it really normal distributed? We can take a quantile quantile plot. It's cuckoo norm from random. So we have the plot. And we also can have a plot with the perfect line. So it's cuckoo line. We have the line in it. So if you want to really make a simulation or advanced analysis, for example, once I analyzed um, 100 time series at once, so I need a loop, you can use it in R. A loop is for, for example, E in 1 to 10 and the content. And we also have conditions. It's yeah, if the condition as another content. Here I have two little examples. Um, the first loop is for, I don't know, say E from 1 to 10. And I want to print E. I also can say here from hello in 1 to 10, print 1. Yeah, also does work. 
And then another example for condition. Yeah, if two is greater than one, yeah. print hello. Condition is fulfilled, I print it. Or if two equals one, print hello, else print. Yes, it world. And it prints world. Yeah, at the end, I want to present um, a function which is yeah, a little bit advanced. It's function for linear models and regression analysis. And estimation of linear models is with the function LM. And you have many outputs, residuals, the fitted values, whatever you need. Simple example. Have vector x and y. Yeah. Just plot it to see the data. And now I want to fit a model, a linear model, who goes through this data. We have the data. I want to find this function. And normally it's this y is um, c plus beta x. the intercept. And in R, I say want to have the linear model from y to x and then the other parameters. So I say the output linear model from y to x and I have the intercept is 78 and the beta is 250. If I want to have another model, if I don't want to have the intercept, I want it to go to zero. I have to change it to linear model from y to zero plus x. So I have the model y is another beta from x. Say output two. Y to zero plus x. And I don't have the intercept, I only have the beta. Yeah. 
Dann in die Output. Hier Help for Linear Models. Insert the values of the function, of the output. We have um, the residuals, the fitted values, and some other things. And just can have it, for example, output, fitted values, it's with a point. And have the fitted values of the model. I can have the residuals. I can plot the residuals and analyzing for normality or what we need. These are the plotted residuals of the model. So I'm just at the end of the presentation. If anyone has questions, you can contact me or ask now. <laughs> so thanks for this very nice uh, introduction to R. Are there any questions? Uh, is it possible to get some of that stuff on, on email or whatever? Yeah. I will send it to Dave and you can send it on the...